Welcome to another episode of Bright Headed Publishing Audiobook Book Club. I am your host, Kelly Morgan. I'm excited today to bring you another author, Chef Diana Riley. Now, Chef Diana is a chef and an author. She is a versatile and passionate person, and she truly loves what she does. In her best-selling cookbook, Cooking on Purpose, Life Lessons Learned in the Kitchen, she shares her journey, and readers can gain insight into the chef life. Her latest book, Grace at the Kitchen Table, readers gain insight into the challenges and the beautiful essence of women maintaining life by praying. She also co-authored Resilient Warriors, stories of the perseverance of women in the military. Currently, Chef Diana is a member of the American Culinary Federation, and she even hosts her own podcast, Kitchen Table Conversations with Chef Diana. Her mission is to serve others through her catering company and teach the fundamentals of cooking through the significance of sharing simple, nutritious, affordable, and pleasing meals with family. Some of her favorite things to do are going on girls' trips, watching her sons play football, date night, and vacationing with her family. Welcome, the newest member to the book club, Chef Diana. Thank you so much, uh, Diana, for being here with me today on the podcast, being a member of the book club. Um, We always love it when authors come through. I think what you do is really unique because you've managed to fuse being a chef and being an author into one. And so tell us about that. I'm sure that the listeners would be fascinated with your journey. Okay, so yes, I I actually managed to do that back in 2016 was when I first got published. My first uh, novel cookbook was published in 2016. And I I would like to think that when I did it in 2016, it wasn't really... um, known uh, for a local hometown, you know, woman to actually publish a cookbook and be a chef. We know of all these notable, reputable uh, celebrity chefs who have cookbooks, but for you to be in your local area, be known by your community, living, working in your community as a chef, and now you're an author, you know, that was a big deal for me back in 2016. So, um, and of course, I, I knew notable, reputable chefs who were cookbook authors because I went to school at Nickel State University at Chef John Foss Culinary Institute. Of course, Chef John Foss is a notable, reputable, um, well-known chef and published cookbook author. And I also was under the instruction of Chef Marcel Bienvenu, who was another local, notable, reputable chef who was a cookbook author. And then come along me, you know, at, at the school, Um, as a culinary arts student where my inspiration come from to write the book that that is where part of my inspiration came from um, being in culinary school and being surrounded by these great chefs under their instructions um, it helped me um, further my passion and fuel that you know that writing 
that I did in my cookbook. When I wanted to write, I didn't know what I would write because I believe I have like the gift of writing. Um, but I knew I had to make it work for me and who I am and what I do. So the idea was like, okay, I'll write about me and how I got started, but I'll put a little twist on it and put some recipes in this and it'll be a cookbook. So when I started writing with that concept of what I wanted my book to be about, it was to help other aspiring chefs or aspiring entrepreneurs or culinary arts students or, you know, just someone who just were interested in what it's like to become a chef. So that's where the um, idea come for writing my first uh, cookbook. So the first cookbook isn't just recipes. It's a story and yes. recipes. Yes, ma'am. It is not just recipes. Um, it is a story with recipe and each each chapter of the book has a theme recipe. For example, um, one of my themes of recipe is chapter by chapter and then I put a theme in it and one of the themes were um it takes time cooking takes time it takes time so with those recipes I found time recipes that have time the herb time in it so yeah that's how it that's how it came about I have another theme where um it's uh Louisiana mama's kitchen so I have a whole section de dedicated to recipes from you know my family my hometown in Louisiana I have Mardi Gras king cake red beans so yeah that's how that worked so as an author did you always know that somewhere in your life that you would actually write a book or did I the cooking, did. Or, you know, cause most authors know that they've been authors for a very long time. Right. And maybe they ignore it. Right. Maybe they try to put it off, but it always comes back. That's so absolutely you, correct. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, you always knew that you wanted to write. I always knew I wanted to write. I just didn't know how that would come about or what I would be writing because I always write. Um, and I say in order to be a writer, you have to be able to read. So I've always been a reader. I love books. I, I used to go sit in Barnes and Noble, just fascinated looking at all the books to see which one I would take home, which one I wanted to read. Like, and then to actually fast forward to when your book is actually in Barnes and Noble, like, I'm like, oh, wow. Like I used to come here and read other authors book and purchase their books and browse around books. And now my book is in Barnes and Noble. So did you self-publish your books? My first book, um, Cooking on Purpose, I'm an independent author. I did not self-publish. I went through a publishing company, um, purposely created publishing company. Then my second book, I co-authored. I co-authored um, that book with 21 other women veterans. Um, that book was, um, I was not the, the founder or the um, lead behind that. I just co-authored it. So I had nothing to do with the publishing with that. And my third book, Grace at the Kitchen Table, I actually self-published that book. So I have noticed that people, authors that decide to go self-publish have a lot of misconceptions about really what that means or all the work that it's going to take mm -hmm. to actually self-publish and the time that it takes. 
Right. It is not an overnight process, but I think that's a misconception. I wouldn't call it difficult, but I would call it challenging. What is your what was your misconception when you decided to self-publish your book? Okay, so I had a um I had a very good experience using the publishing company, but I also had some challenges using the publishing company where I got frustrated. Of course, I was a first-time author and I didn't know the process. So I kind of got frustrated during the process. But at the end of the process, I was pleased with the product and the results. So when it came time to self-publish my book, which I happened to do it during the pandemic, early part of 2020, when we were shut down, the book was, I'm not going to say the book was already written, but the manuscript was started. Um, I just had to go back and add a few things to it because I knew it wasn't complete. I knew it wasn't a complete manuscript. So during the pandemic, I actually had that time to focus on that. So what I did was some research. Let me see how I can do this for myself on my own because I'm here in a pandemic and my budget is my budget. Like I, you know, I didn't want to spend so much money this time. And I wanted to have an experience where I have more control over what's going on. Um, and so what I did was I researched and once I researched and found the steps, I really discovered how easy it was. I'm not going to say that it didn't have its ups, downs, pros, cons, but I realized that I, I and like the book is titled Grace at the Kitchen Table. I'm like, well, this must be just God's grace because I didn't know that it was going to happen like this for me. But the process was very, um, um, I guess the process was very graceful because I was able to meet everything I needed without um, a challenge other than when I got to the copyright, um, you know, registering your book. And, you know, that was a tedious process. Yeah, it can be a tedious process, but it sounds like you didn't have some of the pitfalls that other authors have. So you are lucky in that aspect. Yeah, and I don't know if it was because I had the time and I focused specifically just on that. Now, I still was a mama and had to do the schooling and the virtual and the teaching and all the other. But I think it was not having to get up and go to work. I guess I focused more of my time and it made it much um, smoother process for me. So the second book, tell me about that. Is that, a, is that a cookbook with stories or kind of tell me how that book came to be? So Grace at the Kitchen Table is actually a devotional um, book. It is a, I, I would like to say it is fictional mixed with a little bit of non-fictional, but it is a devotional. And I say fictional mixed with a little non-fictional because I wanted to tell the story of women like me, women that I know, um, women in my family. Um, I wanted to share stories similar to what women go through. And I wanted to be something where I keep my life involved in it as who I am as a chef. So I added some recipes towards the end of it. Not like a cookbook because there's only, I think, five or six recipes in Grace at the Kitchen Table towards the end. Because like I said, I wanted to keep my brand of what I do attached to my name for this book. 
Um, but Grace at the Kitchen Table was inspiration for women just like me. You know, we we all have we all have different stories, yet our plights are similar. We work, we take care of children, um, we take care of our home, we take care of family members. You know, some of us are building careers and business. Some of us are stay-at-home moms. And then on top of all of that, we deal with personal issues. We got to get our children to act right. Our spouses might not be, in, um, you know, making us happy at the time, or we might have disagreements in our marriage. You know, we might have um, our friends calling us and needing us for something, you know. So I intertwine all the relational aspects of being a woman and shared the story through um, a fictional character and through a couple of biblical women in the Bible. Nice. And so is that book, that book is now available? Yes, it is. That book is available everywhere, um, including my website. Nice. So tell me, you know, what, what do you have planned now? Are you planning more books what, what are your plans as far as being an author? Oh, wow. That's a good question because you know what 2020 just happened. Like, you don't want to plan nothing, right? So I have some goals. Um, let me just say goals. I don't have no plans because I learned. I learned in 2020. Um, <laughs> but I, my goals are um, first to develop myself. So I want to practice what I preach. When I shared those stories in Grace at the Kitchen Table and when I wrote my stories and shared my journey to become a chef and an entrepreneur chef um, and opening a business. Uh, okay, so let me just say this before I continue because this is what I learned as an author. A lot of times when we write, especially as a nonfiction author, you may have to eat them words. You know, life is going to come right back at you and be like, remember this? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, so I just, I, I just want to um, develop professionally and personally so I can meet the needs of the women that I am called to serve because my target audience is not everybody. And so right now with Grace at the Kitchen Table, I'm learning that we need help and that help should be available for those women. Because when you run a household and you run um, various aspects of your home, even outside of your home, how do you get your family to the kitchen table? You know, what, what are you doing for yourself to make sure that there's peace in your home so that you can get your family to the kitchen table? And so that's where I'm at now. I'm, I'm at the point right now where I'm transitioning and shifting and focusing on those women who are like me because I don't have it all together. Like I'm just because I'm a chef, you don't. my kids don't eat home cooked meals every day, but I know how to make it work for my family. And a lot of times we miss out on that valuable time because some of us are running, running, running and forget that we have to take the time to sit down and have a nice family meal. Even if you don't know how to cook it, that's why there are people like me, there are chefs, there's takeout, there's, you know, there are resources. So that's what I'm focusing on right now. That sounds wonderful. So as um, as a chef and as an author and as an entrepreneur, 
tell me about your business overall. Like, what are you doing in your community to help women, as you just said? So, um, in my community right now, I'm offering virtual cooking classes. Um, the virtual cooking classes are an outlet that we can use to bring self-care and self-love back into our lives and not look at cooking as a chore, but doing something for yourself, something good to yourself. Um, I have also did um, private chef experiences where I go into the homes and I cook um, at their homes for their dinner party or just because. Right now, um, I'm working on a family meal service um, we're we're in the process of right now of getting that family meal service up off the ground because COVID kind of put a stop in it when I was just about to get it going and I changed locations. So we've been, you know, standing like stalling, moving slowly, like, you know, like a little wave in the water moving slowly. Um, but we'll get there. So that's what I'm working on right now so that I can open to the um, community to serve more families. Um, and, and here's another thing thing that I don't know if you knew about me. Um, I'm this multifaceted woman, right? So I'm actually a teacher. I um, teach high school students. I'm a certified Pro Start educator and I teach high school students culinary arts. Um, Pro Start is a national two-year program for high school students so they, they can advance into the culinary industry after graduating high school, whether they go to a, um, a apprenticeship, whether they go to college, or whether they go into an actual restaurant working in the field, they will have an advantage um, because of the Pro Start program. So yes, I teach um, high school students. I did not know you were a teacher, but that is fantastic. So you're, because your cooking classes are virtual, um, there anybody can log on, right? And and yes. do your cooking classes? Definitely, yes. You know, because I think that's really cool. I think it's so beneficial as a woman to take um, a cooking class for self-care is because you practice mindfulness, I don't, I know that when I go into a home or when I'm teaching a virtual cooking class or when I'm in my high school classroom and we're actually with our hands to the plow, we got our pots, we got our utensils, we got our ingredients. There's nothing else that's on my mind, but the finished product, what I'm doing at the moment to create what I need. Like, I, like, you know, they say there could be a fire all around, but you ain't worried about it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. That's exactly how I feel when I'm serving um, in the kitchen, when I'm cooking. Wow. Wow. So tell everybody the name of both of your books again and where they can get them. Okay. So Cooking on Purpose, Life Lessons Learned from the Kitchen is available at all retail bookstores, including my website. I'll give you my website um, uh, at you know before we close. And Grace at the Kitchen Table, uh, Prayers for Alignment and Work in Life. Um, work family life is also available at all retail bookstores, including my website. And my website is www.bit.ly backslash Diana Riley, D-I-A-N-A-R-I-L-E-Y. And then I noticed that you had mentioned about how you co-authored a book. Do you want to talk about that one at all? 
Yes, um, Resilient Warriors, um, that is stories of 22 women veterans um, in honor of the 22 veterans who commit suicide um, a day, um, which is a lot. It's hard to think about, you know, 22 a day. You know, that's real hard to think about. Um, but it was me and 21 other women and we did that in honor for a nonprofit organization. And we share stories about how we overcome through our military experience. It sounds like a wonderful book. Um, 22 stories from all women in the military. Yes, yes. Um, women in the military. Yep. That's what it's about. So re- it's, it's resilient warriors. Um, it's the struggles of PTSD and reintegrating into civilian life, you know, became too much to bear. So 22 female veterans share their story of resiliency. So that is um, available on Amazon. The author is Shannon Whittington. Um, and she does it because she um, she gives back to a nonprofit. You also do a podcast. So tell us about that. Yes. So my podcast is Kitchen Table Conversations with Chef Diana. Um, in that podcast, I it, I talk to um, various women with various um, diverse background. Um, most of them are multifaceted women. Um, we talk about their experiences. Um, in life, we talk about their experiences as an entrepreneur. We talk about their um, experience, like working from home. So, and 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 during while we're sharing experiences, we give advice, we give uh, suggestions, we talk about ways to overcome various things. Um, I had an episode where I spoke to a medical doctor, and during the time of the pandemic, this was a this if this I recommend if you don't listen to any episode of my podcast, go to the episode where we talk with a medical doctor. Um, and in that episode, we um, talk about the effects on not taking care of yourself, your health medically. Um, a lot of times in the um, African-American community, we grew up with our parents where they may have had home remedies or they may have not went to the doctor often. And so they accepted disease and they accepted sickness and it wasn't it wasn't shared through generations on how to properly take care of ourselves to prevent these diseases. And during the time that we recorded the episode, it was when Chadwick Boseman passed away from cancer. So we talked about that as well. Um, and this podcast, we, is, my podcast is usually for women, but this episode, I shot out some men because I wanted some men to actually listen to this episode because we talk about that. And the medical doctor also gave her medical point of view on COVID at the time. Great. And it's called uh, Kitchen Table Conversations, correct? Yes. Kitchen Table Conversations with Chef Diana. Fantastic. So Diana, I want to thank you for being here with me today. I really appreciate you coming through, being a member of the podcast. Um, I would love to leave the door open. So when you have anything else going on, and you are always welcome to come share if you put out another book. Um, you know, it sounds like you have a lot going on. So whenever you want to come and, you know, have us catch up with you, the door is always open. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate you for reaching out to me um, and inviting me to be a guest on your podcast. I really enjoyed this. And, and I love your idea of podcast helping authors. This is wonderful. 
it, it exposes readers to uh, lots of different authors who they may have not even known about until your podcast. <laughs> right. That's the idea. That is definitely the idea. So thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bright Headed Publishing Patio Book Book Club. I have been your host, Kelly Morgan. We just wrapped up with Chef Diana. Chef Diana is a versatile chef and author. Both of her books are available on her website and Amazon, and the links are available in the podcast description. If you are an author or someone who supports authors like a graphic designer or an editor or even a publisher, we would love to have you on the podcast and become a member of the book club. It's really easy to do. All you have to do is email me at brightheadedpublishing at gmail.com. Again, that email is brightheadedpublishing at gmail.com. You can also get us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even LinkedIn. Oh yeah, there's also a YouTube channel, so check it out. Next week, a new author and a new member to the book club. Until then, as always, keep writing.